0: You're listening to the Real Estate Radio Hour, the show that brings you unfiltered stories and insight from the Twin Cities real estate world with your hosts, Chris Rooney, broker at REMAX Preferred, and Andy Prasky, leader of the Preferred Home Team at REMAX
1: Advantage Plus. Whoa, Andy, you're dressing like me now. <laughs> i think that's perfect for his dancing that
0: slow motion look that looks really good
2: what are you guys uh what are you guys doing in my tropical paradise
0: <laughs> hey beautiful we're, that's uh you tricked us we didn't know you were gonna be there
2: yeah i uh heard of the snow was on its way and uh said i'm out
0: nice yeah. Did you go to are you in cambodia
2: no i'm actually in uh, Naples Florida.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. High class too. That's good. I
2: recommend 83 and, uh, and beautiful here today. How do I sound? Do I sound okay to you guys from a sound check perspective or
1: Where's my outside? It's not, uh,
0: it's not beautiful here, Andy. You made the right decision. Good job, buddy.
2: Uh, I knew I made the right choice, and so they wouldn't let me check my shovel. So they, you know. <laughs> All
0: right, you're you're lagging a little, but you once you do talk, you're you're talking good. So i would okay. have to do the the talking here. You just look pretty. <laughs> All right, Nick, what are we doing? Oh, Nick left us. He's lagging too. to am the only one. I
2: think Nick was going to ask us well, how the market is, right? Now.
0: Well, yeah, let's okay. consumer prices fell what a percentage point in line with expectations from economists. Oh boy. Sheesh. That, uh, someone was right for once they were right when they said they were going to raise interest rates a bunch, yeah. but, uh, those, those kind of came back a little, but consumer pricing fell. Just a little, so oh well. Let's see what this says.
1: No, it's good news because inflation is like going down.
0: Right, exactly. Easy inflation came a sharp drop in gasoline prices. Yeah. Those gasoline prices are interesting. You know, I have that sprinter and I do diesel, and that one place it was four ninety nine, the other place it was four nineteen. I mean they just Gee- it's just craziness where you you got to shop for diesel, but for the most part, the other gas is pretty good. Um, you know how this relates to the market? Uh, the markets the market's been good. Um, we're getting out and finally, hopefully going to get some inventory, but that's the problem. There's just super low inventory right now. Right. You know, is Andy going on a walk now? Wow. What are you yes. Wow. This is where
2: you're supposed to be nice and quiet for me so I can take you guys out to the pool yeah
0: cool. yeah so there's there's things happening the market's not uh destroyed oh cool are you in a house you're in a no, house we're, a,
2: we're actually at a condominium uh complex here okay really nice
0: yeah so it's what nine o'clock there. nobody's out of bed yet it looks like
2: every party till two in the morning and nice you starting to smell bacon cooking here
0: yeah, that's good. All right. Why don't you talk about the market a little, Andrew?
2: Well, you know, we're starting to see new construction, um, some exciting news. Finally, uh, a lot of the builders I'm working with have pricing coming back in, and the new pricing for 2023 is definitely softening. And so we're seeing better values, you know, to the tune of, let's say you're building a five, $600,000 house. You might see $10,000, 15000 $30,000 on top of, uh, you know, better than it was last year
0: yeah good yeah I think uh, that's kind of been the sentiment that I've seen out there as well you know a lot of them were slashing prices on their their old uh, spec homes but that might be the case that they're getting rid of the the stuff that was kind of lagging them down and now be able to build some new stuff that they're gonna actually make some money on
2: yeah well that that's exactly correct and uh I think what's also nice is that, you know, and it depends on what side of the fence you're on, but I mean, it's, um, the labor market has definitely gotten a little more honest on pricing, you know, so you're not seeing that ridiculous, you know, everybody needs to make 150 bucks an hour. So, you know, cause just the world, I hate to say it, if everybody's equal and everybody's getting the same money on it, it just, it makes things really hard to do. And it will yeah. force people to becoming their own repairman or their own electrical plumber or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, um, in a world where you can afford to, you know, provide services and I don't know what I'm really kind of jabbering there, but I mean it's 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 kind of we're seeing numbers soften, inflationary stuff's coming down, supply costs are coming down. So, you know, you're seeing people get a little more aggressive on their pricing.
0: I think that's interesting that when you said that, um, people start being their own plumber and their own electrician and they'll start tinkering with it. And I'm telling you, with today's YouTube. I, I go to people and I'm like, oh my gosh, you did that yourself? Yeah, I just there's a video on it, YouTube yeah. video. And, and it, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to be able to follow a YouTube tutorial to be able to do this stuff. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable what you can get on that YouTube.
2: Yeah, the only thing I caution people with is that if you're going to be in a situation where you're doing a um, permit um, applicable um, project, that you pull the appropriate permits for disclosure reasons and for liability, just, you know, if you're, if you're fixing a light, you don't know what you're doing and you watch a video and you do it and it works, that's great. But, you know, you, you want to make sure that you're doing it correctly and it doesn't sizzle out and fire up and,
0: And, don't. and probably take pictures of it if it's going to get covered up as well. And just to be able to document that, I'm telling you, that's the one thing with disclosure. It's just a, it's, it's when you don't tell them about it. I mean, things go wrong in the house. It happens all the time. Um, you know, they're, they're, the houses are not perfect, but you gotta let the people know it. And when you don't let them know it, then all of a sudden something happens. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. they must have known about it. Now we're gonna come back after them.
2: So. Yeah, yeah.
0: And there you hit you hit it too, Andy. Kind of with your uh, whole construction talk. The tides have turned, and the contractors are are willing. Um, what's that? Are we? What are we doing here? We're talking about. This
1: is about the
0: contract. Yeah, people are writing about. Okay, let's read it. So they recently bought a cabin on a few acres for ten thousand under asking, and I've been chipping away at some do-it-yourself projects like insulation, vapor barrier, hot water heater. My contractor neighbor recently asked me if he could demo my my stoop due to a large remodel canceling. And if this goes well, I will have more work for him. I'm hoping that this is a sign that contractors are becoming more willing and available to take on smaller jobs and, and that those who have been waiting patiently and being frugal uh, can start uh, to get callbacks on their projects. Yep. B- bingo, bingo. I'll tell you what's happening with that is that these people have employees that are working for them that they took on and they're having them sit home for 20 hours a week, only mm-hmm. working 20 hours a week because there isn't a lot of work. And so they're trying to figure out anything to be able to get them some extra work to keep them with them. And yep. that's what's going to happen. They'll start losing them, and then you'll start having all the people on the side being able to do work again.
2: well, and and i and i I, I don't mean this to be by any means every circumstance is different. But usually the first set of subcontractors that we have calling us are, are the ones that are the less desirable. and the um maybe it's their their reliability, maybe it's their pricing, who knows, but um their quality. But a lot of times, like right now, we're getting phone calls from people and we interview these uh, subcontractors. And a lot of them are like, well, you know what, we're going to hang on to the crew we have right now. Yes. You're a thousand dollars cheaper on the same project, but we're going to stick with the crews that we know work and have, you know, that integrity and get the job done. And, um, cause there, there's something to be said for that as well, obviously. So.
0: No. Yeah. I think that contractors are going to start aligning themselves again with, the uh, the right contractor, not just going to who was paying them the most cause that was happening and people sure. were ditching their 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 good people, and then they left them to take more money that was from someone else. And now it's going to probably cost them, or they're going to come back with their tail between their legs. Right. All right. So let's get some. Start building. You're, you're going to start building your cabin, then, Andy. Was that you yeah. who wrote that in? <laughs> Dear Andy, um, could you answer? <laughs> I think you I think you just didn't want to ask me, so you did it that way instead. <coughs> yeah. Chris, should I, I, I build my should I build my cabin? Yeah. So well, no, okay. That's
2: all I needed. A little motivation to push you to get going on something, you know?
0: Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, what's next? Let's go. Let's keep it going.
1: Did he fall asleep? where's our host, Andy?
2: Shoulder rubs.
1: My oh, yeah. uh, no, no time massages. My wi fi is a little laggy, so I'm messaging you in private. Oh, okay, all right, we gotta look at that. All right, we got lots of
0: okay, now you're smooth. Oh, Andy, that's what we're doing right now. Uh, what before we go to our next topic, would you like to do it live or would you like to have a commercial about? Andy Prasky and the Preferred Home Team.
2: Let's do Andy Prasky live, baby.
0: Andy Prasky, hit it.
2: All right, guys. Hey, this is Andy Prasky, REMAX Advantage Plus. Have you ever dreamt about having a vacation property in a tropical location? And you're just like, I don't know who to call when I get there call Andy Prasky. He'll put you in touch with one of the best REMAX agents in that area. <laughs> Better than that, we'll put you in touch with three agents and you can pick the one you like working with the best. So if you're thinking about vacation properties, you're thinking about an investment property, give us a call. We have contacts in over 200 countries and would love to help you with your investment, uh, buying property. Wow. I just made that up. Is that good?
0: Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I was, that was obvious. You just made it up, but, um, <laughs> i uh so you give me REMAX nice agents they're, okay. they're they're everywhere is what you're saying
2: yes is there really it really 200 countries
0: that's the world wow it's impressive that's impressive all right
2: minnesotan for sure
0: yeah all right some social media let's let's see if we get to laugh at ourselves. Again. <laughs> Andy, is there a remax agent there? What was that? 740 grand for that in Colombia. The
2: yes, of course there is.
0: You do you need to uh have like electrified fences at that place too and gun you, turrets? Yeah, you do, yes. I haven't been to Colombia. I don't know. I mean, you always hear about Colombia that like a lot of drugs and stuff happen there, but gosh, I heard that about Cambodia was just yeah. the jungle too. And Nick's sitting in a penthouse top uh, pool like Andy is right now too. Right. So.
2: Hey, you know, I tell you what though, the, uh, in that, uh, one of my good friends, John Lopez, uh, he's for years, he's, um, he is Colombian, but he obviously hundred percent raised here in the States, but he goes back and visits and he was just telling us a couple years back here, he went at a return visit and talking about the tourism that they're trying to get going again. And there's, a lot of stigma with the, obviously with the, the cartels and things that were down there back in the day. And, you know, I, I don't remember that movie's name, but it was, was it the Rose or something? The in Cartagena, remember, do you remember that movie? No. And he, long story short, he says, it's so gorgeous. He said, most people don't want to leave. And they, the eco-tourism there is through the roof. And because of uh, the big boy there, I forget his name, um, that had the zoo um, on site. Now you can go to Columbia and actually see wild hippos um, like in the rivers and things like that, because they're they've taken off and really uh, but anyway, so there's a lot of eco-tourism there. There's just beautiful, some of the best coffees in the world, obviously. So if you're a coffee buff, that is uh, one of the best spots around. So Nick, have you been to Columbia?
0: I can't I don't know. I can't keep track of you. Yes. Yes, I'm lagging, lagging. Yeah. All right. Well, he's, he's not talking. I guess you got to go to where the internet is good. So Naples, Florida, and uh, Thai, Thailand are And l- here
2: we have this stunning kitchen. I can't stand the color of these cabinets. Oh my God, I know. This has got to be one of the worst kitchens I've ever seen, honestly. I mean, what kind of sick fuck would paint their kitchen this shade of... I deep? actually really love the color of these cabinets. You know, it's really starting to grow on me. It's got a good sheen. Anyone else think it's got a good sheen?
0: I've done that, I've done that before. And I learned you only have to do it once and then you're done with that. Um, I did it with, uh, it was purple paint. And I I just kind of was like, oh my God, they have to change this. And the the buyer was like, oh my gosh, I love this purple paint. And I'm like, oh, and they were totally serious. And it's just, uh, you, you just gotta, I always say from a realtor standpoint, you know, you, you've gotta give your client um, the information to be able to make a decision, but you can keep your personal um, thoughts out of it until they answer. And then you can kind of go at them.
2: We, we learned our lesson a long, long time ago when we had a, a client of ours and we, my wife and I were doing a showing and we walked into this house and she's like, oh my gosh, who could live here? This is just so weird. And they're like, uh, we actually really like it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you no longer get to help show houses.
0: Yeah, exactly. I had the, the worst one I ever did, Andy, this was really bad. I was at an open house and, be, and this, uh, a couple came in and uh, they had a small child, probably two years old, but she was definitely pregnant, you know, like looked pregnant. And I'm just like, so what are you expecting the next one? She goes, oh, I'm not pregnant. And I said, oh, I thought I heard you, you know, she, she was, I mean, she had the perfect pregnant belly, but she wasn't pregnant. I said, "Oh, I thought I heard you said tell someone else that you were pregnant." So I don't know, you know. I, so I got on it, but don't ask, don't ever say that again either.
2: Yeah, good, good advice from from yeah. any guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We're dumb enough yeah. to say, "Oh, hey, you look pregnant." What? True.
0: True. Oh my god. All right. Oh, in this world. Number one, Nick, you got to find me that technology. But number two, Andy, can you imagine, I mean, for selling custom homes, how awesome that would be to be able to see it, um, use that technology and be able to see that property come to life, how much easier it would be to sell? Because nobody can envision.
2: Right. For sure. I think that, you know, anytime you can help people visualize what they're buying, it makes it a more comfortable process. And so, you know, whenever you can actually have that situation and, but I, you know we we do have that technology now the problem is is it costs about five six thousand per property to do it um additional money and most people don't want to pay for it so
0: are you um, talking like with renderings
2: yes yeah like yeah. the through you know computer generated um style house yes
0: you can do the inside and everything like that yeah it's right. too expensive but
2: the big thing is is when they're going really elaborate with color selections and whatever and textures. They'll upload the different textures and everything right into the software, and then they can literally put the combination that they selected together, so they can really visualize and see and feel the house before they move into it. And it's, it you know what, if you're building a, a two million dollar house and you're making a two million dollar mistake, I, I'd suggest spending the ten grand and do a fly through if you really want. If you're getting you know creative with your materials,
0: but if you think about this too, Andy, that what if you could um, exchange your model homes? for that technology and sit in an office and have people come through that are looking um for i don't know i mean uh a custom home and that you design that because there's a lot of cost and builders uh with with model homes and holding that inventory um but we need a place to sell out it because again people yeah okay we're, we're gonna build a house we're just gonna go with you they usually need a model to be able to see exactly what they're getting. They know how long the island is. People can't envision 10 feet. You know, it's 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 really crazy. And I'm, I'm kind of one of those. I know what I want, but I've had so many times on the different houses I've done. I have to like order new windows because it's like, geez, no, I need a bigger window here. And then, I mean, I have, I used to have a shed full of windows, extra windows from properties that just, it wasn't right. And I had, and you have to go with the other ones. So yeah.
2: No, you're right. And I think that there's, you know, it, it, it'd be a great tool. And, you know, you think of it from an expense perspective. Um, but, you know, one thing that doesn't translate very well is the quality of the craftsmanship. So the like opening and shutting the drawers of the cabinets and closing of the doors and, you know, actually walking up and feeling the smoothness of the, the paint or the trim or the drywall work. And so what happens is there's actually part of the reason why we do model homes is is really to have that. Um, experience where they can actually go in there and say, boy, you know, I did all my own drywall in my own house I come here and it's amazing and way nicer. And they're like, okay, I get it. Right. Or the yeah. trim thicker, it's real wood. Um, it's hard to show people when you're, you know, you have like lookalike tile or do you have real tile and you know, with that real tile, it, it just, it's hard to beat, you know? So when somebody doesn't see it on, on, you know, the computer or whatever you want to call it or the videos, the lot, fly throughs, it's hard to justify, you know, paying for it. Right. So I think it's kind of a combo. I think you need kind of a combo, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
2: It'd be different if you're at a model. Like, I think you could have models that you'd have a lot less, uh, you know, number of models. And then when you got to the model, the the uh, construction consultant could say, hey, you want to see this floor plan? And they could fly you through that floor plan while you're at the model. And you say, hey, quality's the same. Cabinets are the same. Just different shapes and styles. And uh, that might be very helpful.
0: Yeah, I uh I'll tell you, I can't tell you how many, um, whether or not it's the the content that we're doing or something that you say, Andy, or something that we come up with, that I'm always writing notes like, okay, I've got a, I've got an idea now for this. It's kind of like sometimes it'll just like bring this idea that I that I've had all of a sudden it brings it together, and something you just said triggered that. So thank say, thank yep. you.
2: Yeah. Well, there you go.
0: Yep.
2: All this, all this good air down here.
0: Yeah. All right. Old Chloe says, this is what happens when someone has a landlord personality, but was born in a generation that was locked out of the housing market. Okay. So let's see. I'm currently the head tenant of a five bedroom house in the inner West. I sublet to four others and have done so for two years. The lease is coming up for renewal and the other tenants wish to all sign on. The issue I have, uh, not the issue is I have not been very transparent about the relative rental contributions and my rent is actually entirely covered by them. How do I go about navigating the situation?
2: Uh, You take on responsibility for the whole lease yourself and make them sign subleases. But it's hard to chase somebody on a sublease.
0: Yeah. But what they're saying is that, Hey, they got to sign this lease. They've been subletting. Basically those four have been paying for the whole thing. This person has been getting off free and they never told them. So, I, think, I don't think there's nothing bad with that. Hey, you know what? I'm the one that be, was able to secure this. If you don't want to, we'll certainly get someone else. But I would get that out in the open now and and stick with it and say, hey, this is what your rent is. Or you can put some money to it. But I don't think that's a, a horrible thing. I think the only thing was is that you just weren't upfront about it. Because if you, you weren't upfront about it because you think you were doing something wrong. And in reality, if you've got a good deal and a good lease for the people and they're paying fair market value rent, that's not that's not a bad thing. So right. that's that's my opinion. So
2: I think being upfront and forward, straightforward is always important. And that, hey, you know, um, in this circumstance, this is what I'm charging you to put this deal together. And that, you know, but what's gonna be funny is that some people don't understand like that, hey, why does he get it for free or she get it for free? And, and then you, you, but that's a relationship thing. You got to figure that out with your people before you sign it. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would yeah. just, I would let them know this is what I'm trying to do. Put five people together free, and I want to be part of it or not. They can't yeah. complain.
0: Yeah. Cool. all right. Okay. They accepted the offer. Could you please send over proof of funds? What is that? A four egg Western Hotlet. That's good. Um, it's basically the price of eggs have gone up so if you can afford a four egg omelet you definitely got money to be able to buy a house yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah what happened to eggs my god well they say so there's some egg chicken chicken flu or something going on or something
2: well they'll make something up you know no matter what it is, make sure the prices stay up high I, i'm i'm not a conspiracy guy but i'm at the point now where i'm like i think they make stuff up
0: Hey, speaking of Andy, this, you might be able to help me. Where are some good buffalo wings? I've, I've been thinking about making a, just helping, you know, some other restaurant out. You know, I'll tell you, I, I got to, should I, should I really tell you? Yeah.
2: I really get a kick out of Famous Dave's chicken. Um, Their their barbecue, buffalo, they, I think they grill them first. Really? And they them in their sauce and their sauce is really different. And then oh. they have. Nice chunky blue cheese, man. They do a nice, nice chicken wing.
1: Yeah,
2: they're small, but they're tasty. Oh.
0: Uh, I don't like little anorexic chickens.
1: <laughs> I think I'm back. Nobody said you
2: can't order the party platter for six.
1: That's true. That's true.
2: You didn't say you had budget
1: problems. <laughs> That's true. Oh. No. I think I'm back a little bit, so I'm gonna go into this, uh, this next segment. The average mortgage mortgage cost reaches 45% of the household income, highest level in 40 years. And it's has brought to you by uh, Chris Rooney Home Experts.
0: I was just one years old when my family started in real estate, where both my parents were agents. They also dabbled in investing in real estate, rentals, flips, and construction. After college, I went right into getting my license in July of 1990. As a 23-year-old agent in an industry that looks nothing like today, I had to know more for my clients to choose me. There wasn't Zillow or social media to tell them how good I was. I had to win them over
1: with knowledge. With knowledge comes confidence, and with confidence comes results. I find- wow, 45%,
0: huh? 45% of household income. That's uh that's gone up just a tad. Is that's that even Nick, put that chart back up?
1: Please.
2: Not that long ago, Chris. That was in the 20s. It was one of the lowest historically, and that was like a year ago. So I don't know exactly where this chart's from. It says Case Schiller. So I'm sure it's and it says Bloomberg, November twenty-two. The what is yeah. the Ira, Ira man, JP Morgan. Okay. JP Defenses, Morgan. So either people are making less money and they still have a nice payment, but that's normally not the case, guys. Because, you know, you think about all the people that were financing their houses and they had a, you know, a two and a half percent interest rate or whatever. And it, so it doesn't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but obviously a percentage, yeah. if the if the prices haven't gone down and the interest rates have gone up, your payments obviously gone up. So their, their monthly expense is more. And I think people look at it as more of a short term type situation. And versus like, Hey, I'm going to be stuck at this payment forever. I think they look at it as a couple year thing before I can refinance and do something different. Yeah. So I don't think that's, I mean, obviously that's, that's some clickbait there and, uh, some like, whoa, and it's probably true, but yeah. I mean, there's some reasonings behind it. It's kind of like what the market is now. I mean, there's just no inventory, you know, and if you don't have inventory, Things are gonna sell. I mean, they're gonna because people don't have a choice. And if they want to get something, and they're not sure if they're gonna get it or not get it, it remi- reminds me of the beginning of COVID. It was that's how that's how it happened. It's like, gosh, there's not much out there. I better grab it now. Oh, we gotta. And then all of a sudden, the frenzy happened, and then it it did stop for two years. So I just think that it's everything depends on inventory in my mind because if you don't if you don't have enough stuff, it's like at the grocery store. You know, if there's not a lot of stuff at the grocery store to be able to pick from. So pretty soon, if you see the, the jalapeno and uh, cheddar, jalapeno cheddar beef sticks, and they don't have any, eventually you're going to grab the real ones and just get, take the plain ones, so and you're stuck with them. I, I don't know. Andy would have done it better, but... We, we, uh, we
2: need to get this guy to a cool. restaurant. What? We need to get you to a restaurant, SAA, as soon as possible.
0: I need to order. I want to really know if all this stuff is really the way it is. And I just think, in a way, everyone's been getting away from it or or with it for two years, and we're suffering for it. Now we're just—it's become normal that you don't have to serve anyone. Just bring them a food and be a half hour late, and you got to give them twenty percent. That's bull. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous.
2: I've started to do that too, where you look at the amount of effort that they put in to get the, um, you know, the, what they, well, so bottom line was my, uh, my son uh, last week went to Spoon and Stable for an anniversary and they had right on their invoice, a 21% uh, wellness surcharge, um, 21%, not three, 21% wellness charge for their employees. And it's like, he said, he goes, gosh, he goes, you kind of feel robbed because he goes, why don't you just raise the prices? so I can make the buying decision that's accurate. And then, you know what I mean? And so he goes, instead of like you spend 300 bucks and all of a sudden you get it for, it's 360 now because of the wellness, fill. I mean, it's it's pretty expensive.
0: Well, hold on a minute. Wellness, that has to include the tip. Nope. Wow. There no, Are people still tipping? Did he tip on top of that? Yep. Oh my God. I would walk out of that place. I did that at one place where they said there's, Three percent. I was like, no, I'm not That's doing
2: it. I, I, and I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm all for it. But the rules are changing in front of us. It's not fair that you don't disclose the rules that are changing. It's like saying an electrician comes out to your house and goes, well, I'm 150 bucks an hour. Here's your invoice for nine thousand dollars because I have a wellness charge on there and a trip charge right. ever charge. And it's not 150 bucks an hour. So you're misleading the consumer. I think the same things with with and I'm not saying it's. It's, it doesn't need to happen. Maybe it does because food and everything is expensive and people are, you know, but I'm just saying disclosure is a big thing of that up front.
0: Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's a joke. Just raise your prices to cover it. You know, I mean, it's just, it's the optics. Oh, you know, we got to give these, no, you know what? They work on tips and that's what they do. I was in the industry forever and, and we make a crap ton of money on, on tips and giving you know, not a working wage your wage is way better than anyone else's to be able to be a waiter or a bartender uh oh, sorry but uh i i't i don't, I I don't it. like that i get it
2: it's just it's it's again it's a lot of money and it's a missed it's a missed uh i think
0: for them think to do the school i think it's about taxes more taxes you get taxes out of them so anyways yeah. that's my opinion all right. We're planning to move out of state and want to meet our potential future neighbors before making an offer on our house. Is this strange? And what is the best way to go about this without invading others' privacy? Andrew, do you have a suggestion for these people? I do. Um, go ahead. Well, number one, um, if you're going to go try to meet your potential future neighbors, and there's a house listed yeah. by there, your potential future neighbors are going to be talking to the seller. And... Uh, your motivation is gone. So if you're trying to find a certain neighborhood, confirming it with your neighbors first before you try to purchase the house, I think you're going about it the wrong way. I think you could. I mean, an inspection is an inspection and you got to secure the house so you can get your best negotiating foot and then you can go walk around the neighborhood and start to meet people and then just see what's up.
2: I've had clients do that too and you're wasting your time until you have the deal locked up. Mm
0: -hmm. Totally. It's a waste of time. Because you're not, I mean, all of a sudden it goes bye-bye and now, now you're going to visit another neighborhood. Sometimes people get a little too crazy about this. And and if you want to do that, let's just say that you're, um, you know, you're kind of, Hey, I'm going to move to Florida in six months. If you go there to vacation one time, and then you're going to come back and look, take that vacation time to be able to go around those neighborhoods and talk to people. But I think yeah. if you think you're going to live right next to a, the perfect neighbor, you got to remember those people could sell their house. And that neighbor's gone, anyways. So that's right. Boy, Andy, what are you doing?
2: I'm trying to stay out uh, of the sun. Otherwise, it's gonna be like this. Oh hey. wow!
0: I thought you were gonna go swimming.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Redfin. Redfin's got some new data. I think we're gonna see it here. There it is. The medium sale price ended the winter season on a high note, going from three fifty-two to three seventy. With an 11 day increase in days on market, which isn't horrible, and a 5.2% year over year increase in median pricing. Interest rates dropping over the past month have put interest back into the market, and this should be reflected in the coming months. And uh, I'm gonna do a hint. I think Redfin, yeah, I mean, the rates are going to um, get some people back that were just kind of pausing for a minute, but yep. the whole trick is uh, inventory. There's just no inventory and a lot of, I mean, we. I told you last time we sold two of them off market um, because people are looking for something that's not out there and they're and they're grabbing stuff that's off market. So it's inventory right now, people, if you want to, I mean, now's a good time to get your house on the market. It really is. For sure. All right. What is, is it r- When I go ditto, Ditto, yeah, you're better now, you're not lagging so bad. Thank you, yeah, thank you. You're welcome.
2: I'm just lacking in quality comments. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: I know it's this is kind of interesting because Nick's usually doing everything, but he, he, I don't know where he is, he's hiding somewhere.
2: Yeah, we need somebody um, to help.
0: Rapid fire. All right. This or that and why. Whatever that means, we're going to do some rapid fire um, statements. I think this is based on, let me look at our little notes that he sent us. He's. Uh, I think we're getting a word in real estate.
1: Oh. Real estate or a city like down here or anything. I want whatever comes to your mind first, you know, relating to real estate.
0: All right. Here we go. Mound, the city of mound I I look at the city of mound. I think that's a value on Lake Minnetonka and it's uh, a long drive to get around the lake from there.
2: I, lo- I love their candy um, and on mounds uh, the I I no, you know when I think of mound my my some of my family grew up out there and uh, my cousins and then their their mother, uh, who's my godmother, Connie, who's fantastic if she's watching. Hello. Um, And and she was used to work out there at Tonka Toys. Uh, it was great.
0: Did you just say you liked Mounds candy bars? I said I love their candy. Obviously, okay. they wouldn't name it. <laughs> Okay. All right. Right? right. What's one? East, East Bush Lake Beach. Oh, my gosh. I actually uh, know that one. Uh, it's in Bloomington and uh, it's a it's a great little area. I mean it's off Bush Lake Road, obviously, and uh, kind of a cute little little lake, but they've got a lot of little walking trails and be able to park and i've I've parked there many times and just done work out of my sprinter because it's pretty pretty private area and they got uh, area to be able to sit on you get arrested after <laughs> one more time.
2: I said you get arrested after about an hour. The wow. uh, sitting in the no. park in your van.
0: No, they let you. They let you hang out there.
2: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Andy probably doesn't know that air, that spot right there.
2: Really don't, but I can guess that it's a real nice area. And the word beach always adds kind of a fun little uh, innuendo to the name, and and I'm yeah. sure it's a very nice, beachy,
0: bushy area. <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. East side of town. That's perfect. On the east side of Bush Lake. Good job.
2: Yeah. It, it uh yeah.
0: Probate. If I could say one thing, death reminds me of death. Because that's what's happening. Uh someone did die and uh they have to get their will figured out and uh whoever's taking care of it is now we've got to go to probate to be able to um able to uh, sign over the house to a potential buyer they have to have legal legal um, ownership to be able to do that typically you have to go through probate to get that
2: yeah it's a mess it um you if you put that on your families jeez i tell you it's it's not only you're leaving them with an inheritance and and your death and then they have to deal with dealing with the courts and figuring out you know with attorneys how to you know close your estate it's a mess. And and I highly recommend everybody get a will so that you can avoid probate.
0: Yeah. And we're there's there's transfer on death deeds, you know. Yeah. Um, you can have like uh I found out, um, and, and you find this out after you see other people unfortunately go through it, but we have like all of our accounts. If if we were to die, you know, Nick and Morgan are automatically signers on that versus having to go to probate and wait because there's a lot of people that are trying to take care of things and they have no money in which to do it you know and all the money's tied up and you can't and you can't touch it so yeah i don't want nick and morgan to kill me though so i don't know if i should have said this on here but yeah uh
2: that's funny White white bear lake I unfortunately I, I love white I shouldn't say unfortunately I love white bear lake unfortunately with all the water issues they've had over there keeping the the lake full that's what I think about when I think of when somebody says white bear lake right now because um, I do sell a lot of houses over in that Hugo Matamidi white bear lake area um, great community great schools uh, but the white bear lake the actual lake part is uh, kind of a, a struggle still
0: is it still
2: they, they thought they had it figured out, and then apparently they started having issues. Um, so I don't know if they fixed it for much. They just were trying to figure out what was causing it.
0: Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was figured out, but that that's the very first thing I thought of, too, is that the, the water level on the lake went way down. But, you know, that happened in Prior Lake this year. It happened on a lot of lakes. I think that uh, little snowfall and continued snowfall, is definitely going to help um, lake levels for sure.
2: Yeah, they, they forgot to put the plug in. and uh, better well. better
0: put- Hey, it turns into acreage then, open land.
2: Yeah.
0: Assumption. Well, remember- Assumption. That's a word that's coming up a little more frequently now. People are trying to assume loans, whereas in the old days, uh, when I first got into the business, there was assumable loans and you didn't have to qualify. Now that meant that the owner was still kind of on the hook a little uh, with the buyer, but uh, you did not have to. And so now there's no loan that doesn't in- include getting um, qualified. You're gonna have to get qualified to assume a loan. But there is some that are available right now to do that. And people are looking into that to see if, hey, you can you know, take over my 2.75% mortgage. But the problem is, when that happens, if they're listed at five hundred thousand and only own two hundred thousand, you got to come up with three hundred thousand to be able to get that loan. Yeah, unless you do some other things, which there I won't get into because there's a lot of things you can do.
2: Yeah, a lot of moving parts here. But assumption, that's um, same. Yeah, I'm assuming that's the exact same thing. Assumable mortgage.
0: Yeah. Okay. Golf course lifestyle living. That's what I think about. Um, lifestyle living Ta-da. just like Andy's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you on a golf course there too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and it's a you know, I'll tell you what, on a golf course, I owned a house on a golf course and I'm not really a golfer, but um, it was really interesting to just sit there and watch people golf and just look at them like, well, how do they even do that? I mean, like, it's amazing some, how good they are. And I was on an area where I would be able to see them chip on from about 90 to 100 feet onto the green. And so it was, yeah. was kind of cool how they did it. And I don't know, I kind of like the hustle and bustle and the them talking and making fun of each other and um, being excited and the different types of people golfing together. So I thought it was cool.
2: We uh, Back in the day, I had some uh, new houses being built up on Riverwood National in Otsigong. And we had a model home that was right on the tee box, and I I learned new swear words. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, was, it was hilarious. But it, what's funny is that I don't think people realize like how invasive that can be. So one suggestion I would give everyone is that as they're looking at houses on golf courses, you do want to really be strategic as to which lot you buy. You know, do you want to listen to the tee box chatter when they're hitting and they shake it and they pull your pants down and blah blah blah, and or do you want to be halfway down the, the, the fairway where your house gets hit with a ball? Or, you know, are you on the green where they're usually just linked up and then it's, yeah. I, I right. usually everybody to buy on the greens if you want less activity. but
0: Yeah, that's true. All right. Carver Lake Park. Wow. <coughs> Jeez. That's a little south. Uh, Carver Carver is kind of between, I would say, Chaska, Chaska. Um, Little, little, just a little past Chaska, um, Chanhassen, kind of Victoria over there. But it's a that's a huge, it's a huge park, um, uh, down kind of on the the wetlands of the rivers and stuff. But, um, a lot of cool area over there. Lots of, uh, oh, oh, this is Woodbury. Oh, wow, it's a different one. Wow. Oh, I don't know that one. Andy, do you know that one? Where is that? In Woodbury, Carver Lake Park. We should really review the content of our show before we do it, Chris. We I kind of like this. I kind of like not knowing because it's like it shows that we don't review and that we come up with everything at the beginning. So it looks yep. like, hey, there's a park in Woodbury. That's what I remember it as. Just wonderful. Park yeah. in Woodbury. Uh,
2: it looks like St. Paul Park
0: there and... Oh, look at that. Even our lake. Oh, nice. Yeah, Makes I sense. Didn't know lake. Yeah.
2: me, that sounds like a new opportunity to go explore part of the seas I've never seen.
0: There you go. I wonder if they'll let me park there and not arrest me. I'm going to check it out. We'll you're, catch up on a later show.
2: You're on all the parks watch list.
0: <laughs> Black Sprinter.
2: <laughs> There's a guy, and he's going to pull up for an hour.
0: I kind of look like a like an Amazon Prime van, so... I think I can go incognito.
2: Yeah. When they knock on the door, you say you want your packages or not?
0: Oh boy, Andy, here we go. Uh Look at this one. Best real estate company in Minnesota. What is it?
2: The one you work for, of course.
0: Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's, that was politically correct. Yeah. I I think we're both, we're both part of Remax, but we're actually in totally different companies. Um, So when it comes to offer situations or whatever, Andy could be with Edina and I could be with Coldwell. And it's the same thing as us both being with Remax. But um, I don't know. I felt good about our brand. And uh, I think for everyone, everyone has what they need out of a brokerage. And whatever one they want, that's totally fine with me. So
2: The broker that works for you is the best one. I tell you, the one that defends you. The one that when you have questions, they can answer your questions and make you look like a better professional. And ultimately that, you know, makes you better at your career. And that's, all, that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Okay, the Vikings. Um, I, I'm i the one, I guess I'm more of a very, I was very happy with the season. It was fun. It was good. I think we've got a, a good start. I think hopefully uh, we'll see a lot this off season on what they need to take care of. I think we're gonna lose a bunch of veterans. Um, and I think it, it's probably time. And I think everyone feels okay with that. Now that we feel that we have a coach that, and a general manager that we feel like they know what they're doing. That's my opinion.
1: That, that's a
2: big part of it, isn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah. I,
2: You know, I think that I've struggled through and, and uh, suffered through how many seasons as, as a Vikings fan living here in Minnesota. And, and you know the thing i agree with you chris i thought it was a very fun year i thought uh, there was a lot of value from a perspective all right can't hear
0: we can't hear you mr brasky but uh yeah it was uh it was a it was a great season and uh and they didn't kind of keep our hopes up i'm I'm kind of happy they bowed out right away because this weekend i would have had Everything shut off, and it would have been a whole Vikings weekend. And so they yeah. gave it off to me. So that was nice of them. Yeah. Oh, you're back.
2: Yeah. Okay, good. A lot of really great things about the Vikings. And uh, so.
0: It was fun. That Buffalo game was unreal. That was my favorite game of the year. Oh, yeah. And
2: well, you Buffalo. know, I mean, all those nail biters they gave us this year.
0: It was fantastic. All right, sell this listing. Uh Uh-oh. Let's see what it is. Uh Uh-oh. He's just going to go pick one out. Jeez. Not fun. Whoa. Oh, wow. Oh, he he did go with the $99,000 one. Okay. Whoa, we got a a two-story. Looks like a walkout in uh, Apple Valley, the Apple Valley area. Built okay. in 2009, that's somewhat newer um, in, in the Apple Valley area. would be interesting in what the school uh, system that is in because that's, that's been interesting. Um, I was just at a hockey game the other night. Oh, Creative Homes did that one. But I was just at a hockey game the other night where uh, a men's, boys, high school hockey game. Apple Valley and Burnsville have combined towns, schools – to form one hockey team, which was, I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, Burnsville and Apple Valley was a close second of being like the, I mean, the, the, the Eden Prairies and Wyzetas and Minnetonkas of the world. And uh, for that to kind of happen is just really interesting. And so that kind of pauses me a little to try to figure out what, what, what is happening there. But um, Creative Homes, they've been around for a while. They build a, a decent home. Um, looks like we've got what we got five bedroom four bath. I mean, it's 3,500 square feet. It's a perfect family type home um, with some quality upgrades in it. And I think that uh, that 650 price is uh, probably right in there uh, to be able to get it done. It looks oh. like these, these guys looked uh, like they've did some uh, staging. Uh, someone knew what they were doing here, so that's nice to see. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, Andy, on this that picture, like there, go back one, go back one picture there. Isn't that interesting? So now look at the there's a chair that you in the next picture. There's a chair next to that fireplace, which would from this angle block off the fireplace. Now turn it to the next picture. There's the chair, the little couch. So they took that out to make it look bigger in the pictures. And now they're trying to make it more homier looking from this way. I think mm-hmm. I would have done something in that back office room. There's some contraption there uh, in that corner. If you could kind of come in next, this is, if this is what people do. They'll start looking and say, what is that thing? What is in the corner? Oh, that's a, that's an office. That's a desk with computers up high. You know, I would have kind of rid myself of that and or close those doors at least for this photo. But I liked how they got rid of that one couch to be able to make it look a lot bigger and open. Andy, you can talk now.
2: Uh, just um, if you notice, I'm getting closer to the screen so I can see the pictures. Um, yeah, it looks like a nice house. I uh, newer house, so they sell well. Um, um, Six hundred fifty seems very fair. Um, Apple Valley is always a hot market. Um, the big thing is in a newer development like that, if you you know, if they have a certain floor plan that they sell, um, you have to look at the comparables and I haven't had a chance to do that, but you know, with, with different comparables um, sometimes you can find that the house is really priced right, or you find that it's really not priced right. So it's like a matter of uh, looking at the comps. That's all I'd say. Well, Andy, we I can
0: I... tell pretty quick. Let's Nick, go back to the um, details of that listing. Let's just see how long this has been on the market. So let's we'll get out of those photos. Let's see how long it says how many days this has been on. I think we got to go lower on Zillow. Yeah, it's somewhere. Uh, okay, right there. Uh, listed for sale one five. So it's only been on the market for you know two weeks, but two weeks tells you a little something. You know, it's probably six and a quarter to six fifty somewhere in there. Yeah, that's a nice house. Unless it backs up to some highway or something, which. I didn't see the map, but
2: that's funny.
1: Did we sell it or just analyze it? I think we just analyzed it. Yeah. I'm trying to find the the map on here. Everything is moving a little slow. My apologies. Um, Andy, are you able to see the screen? Cause I want to do a house in your area. Uh, yeah,
2: I'll just have to lean forward a little bit here.
0: Andy's area. Ooh,
2: I can't wait to see what he thinks yeah. my area is.
0: Yeah, Blen. Hey, I'm actually going to snow blow my driveway today. My first time.
2: You guys stop talking these crazy stories, Chris.
0: I know. Whoa!
2: He what is what to city white is Merle-Lay. that?
0: White Bear Lake.
2: That actually seems like a really good deal for that house. I, I apologize. I can't read anything that it says, so you got to either read it to me. There we go. Okay, so to so say, four bedrooms, two baths,
0: four bedroom, two baths, seventeen fifty for square feet.
2: Done. That's a very sellable house at that price. I think it sixty
0: four. Any-
2: yep. Looks nice.
0: Looks
1: nice. I don't know. Give, him
0: some, give, give him some photos. Give, give me some ammo, bro. Give <laughs> some my, ammo. This
1: guy needs some talking.
2: They're like, "Give me some ammo, bro."
1: That's that's all you get. It looks like it's a cup Yeah, you can contact the agent to see inside.
2: I think you should contact the seller and get better photos.
1: Hey, Andy, um, what do you think about that concept? When you go
0: coming soon with just one picture of the listing, do you think that's smart or not smart? what's the point of coming soon you're teasing people right you want to
2: tease them with more than just a photo what if they hate victorian looking houses now you just eliminated all the market I would force entries yeah coming soon I always would I would literally take advantage of what are you offering um, you know what is the hottest feature in that house why do people want to buy in that area and that's what you showcase and then you bring yeah. more you know you bring more fish in to bite your your hook I'm with you. You can also search in that area too, it's interesting. You reverse search on Google and you look at the search most frequently searched phrases and words and what are people looking for in that area. And you'll find real quick, is the most important thing in that area, the school district, is the most important thing in that area, the you know the bedroom count, bathroom count, whatever it is, you know, so.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir, that's all I know. What town cities in Minnesota has that Hallmark feeling? To relocate to? Alex. Alexandria. How about uh, Ely? Ely, Minnesota is really cool. It is cool. Yeah. Excelsior. Excelsior. I like Excelsior. Yeah. I like those old quaint downtowns.
2: They've got that Wolf Center up there, and they've got all kinds of cool things for families. a Sudan uh, mine, all kinds of fun stuff. If you're ever looking for a quick little fun weekend trip, I recommend you do it in the summer, but... Um, you get up there and take a look at the tall and then as you're heading up there, you stop in or and you see all the bears at that big bear place. My gosh, it's it's one of the best trips my kids took as that we took when we were there. Hey,
0: have you ever been to downtown Henderson? No. It's 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 on the way. It's on 169 on the way to Mankato, but uh, oh, yeah. Henderson is the they redid the road because it kept getting flooded, but. It's oh. so cool because you go over this bridge to enter the town. Talk about a hallmark! I mean, they would driving through there and going over a bridge to to Grandma's house and seven bars, a church, and two gas stations. It's perfect,
2: and they're all busy.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: We actually have Katie in our uh, in our uh, Remax. She's from Henderson. I should ask her about
0: that. Hey, you know what the other thing is, is that's an interesting question because um, when you relocate, I mean, so let's just say you go to an Ely, you're pretty much stuck up in Ely. But if you go to a Henderson, you're you are not, you're probably, you know, within a 50 minutes of, uh, you know, civilization as well. And well so yeah,
2: look at Mankato is what, 10 minutes the other way. So St. Yeah. Peter. You know, Mankato, it's all right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think, I don't know. I think I wouldn't want to be stuck out in the middle of nowhere, but that's just me. You know that. Cool place to visit, though.
2: Yeah, you know, if you were transferring, like, to Ely, like we talked about in the beginning of the show, you know, if you're going up there for a vacation, that's a little bit different than if you're going there to live and try to raise a family. Because I'd make the plan before I got there if I was looking at a town like Ely because, you know, what kind of industry is there? Is it manufacturing? Is it, you know, are you going to become an outfitter? Are you going to be a kayak specialist? Are you going to be a, you know, a vacation rental specialist? Um, but, uh-huh. you know, you go down, you would actually have that small town charm and have the, the close to anything you really wanted. You just got to chase it.
0: Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, that is it uh, for my two little friends that need better internet next time. But uh, that's, that's okay. You guys, you're both enjoying your lives, doing your bright thing. That's what you should be doing. And I like it. Andy, I'm glad you got away. Nick, as always, living the life that uh, none of us ever got to live. So that's wonderful. (laughs) And uh, we will see you next week. Oh, you're supposed to like or share and do everything with this uh, podcast.
1: YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, leave us a review. We have a link tree now. So you can click the link. You can go to Chris's and Andy's websites. We're we're advanced. So by the way, New website coming February 10th, Andy. You're going to like it.
0: Well, good. I hope it, it doesn't cost us a lot. No, wait, not for wait, the real show. Website for me. Oh, my website. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, so. I, I recommend you put Buffalo Wing recommendations on there.
0: Oh, my God. Blog. Good idea. I'm going to blog about favorite <laughs> restaurants. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. All right.
2: Enjoy your vacation, right, Andy.
0: You. Bye.
2: Thank you, buddy. Yeah.